tweet at TodaySOR. Starting off or maybe restarting a record collection mightn't be top of your to-do list, but many people are using the lockdown to visit or revisit the music of their youth and maybe get brave and try something new by trying something old. Music critic John Maher uh, joins us now to banish our concerns and make some suggestions. John, good morning. Morning, Sean. Would it be true to say LPs, as we used to call them, and maybe still do, they're making a comeback and had they ever really gone away? Well, I think they had gone away, certainly when CD took over in the early 90s. And up until about five years ago, vinyl was really in the doldrums. But since then, um, there's been a significant resurgence. And you've got all kinds of things happening now, like vinyl listening parties, or I should say that happened in the old days, which <laughs> ended about six weeks ago. Um, but, but there's certainly a new awakening to the beauty of vinyl in, in all forms. And speaking of which, uh, Tapestry, I think everybody had this LP in their flat in the 1970s. This perhaps in a bit of Leonard, bit of Leonard Cohen. Uh, let's just hear what vinyl sounded like with uh, Carol King. I think I heard the stylus descend at the very start, if you were listening closely. Not very crackly, um, which is what we associate a lot with some of the violence, vinyl. Um, now, what would the advantage of listening to it on vinyl be, John? I, well, I think in, in this age today where we all have streaming services, we can chop and change very easily. But often that's a detraction because albums are made to listen from start to finish. It's not as easy to skip tracks on vinyl. And that's the beauty of it. I, I'm totally with you, Sean, on the, the stylus hitting, hitting the groove. One of my earliest memories is my mother taking Abba's arrival out of its out of its sleeve and gingerly placing it onto the record player and just waiting those few seconds before the music kicked in. And that's a beautiful thing. And today we can just do it with a couple of swipes in our mobile phone. But where's the romance? Where's the mystery? Where's the expectation? Where's the, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and also people, you know, vinyl aficionados talk about the sound quality being different. There's a warmth to, to, to vinyl that, that isn't there on digital audio where you, you, many people are listening to compressed sounds. Most artists would say that they would love to have their music listened to as it was recorded with, with as much fidelity to that as possible. And vinyl fulfills so much of that. We have another one. It was recorded uh, in the place, uh, the title is named after it, Prosperous. Um, Christy Moore's pre-Planksty Prosperous. Some people think it's the greatest segue in Irish music history.
Well, there you are, Raggle Taggle Gypsy flowing into a tour of them, the love. Um, we have a little confession or admission to make here. We don't actually have access to a turntable in the RT radio centre at the moment. There is one in our regular studio, Studio 7, but that's locked away uh, for emergencies at the moment, John. But again, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those iconic, um, um, well, we actually use the CD for that download, albums. It, it is. I mean, it's 1972. It's effectively a Planksty album in all but name, in terms of everybody that would be in Planksty. That classic lineup is is there, and and it ushered in a new appreciation for traditional Irish music. And also with an album like this, you want to listen to it from beginning to end because artists place a lot of importance even today on sequencing, on what track follows the next. It isn't just a, a, a throw a, a dart at a board and see what lands and place them in that order. They have thought this out. And as, as you saw with Ragged Tag- Taggle Gypsy and Tour Done the Love, the way they flow together, very deliberately done. Yeah. Now take me through some of the must-haves, um, say starting with some classic rock, John. Yeah, look, the Beatles split 50 years ago this month. And the final album they recorded was Abbey Road, although the final album they released was Let It Be, which was next month, 50 years ago. And Abbey Road, I mean, you've got just this masterful collection of tunes from a band that had kind of patched up their differences temporarily. You've also got that amazing cover. And that's the other thing about vinyl. The, the beauty of the album artwork. You've got the four lads crossing the... Um, the the pedestrian crossing there outside the record studio and of course anybody walking down that street will want to do exactly yeah, the same I think, to I think if they've got three pals not to give a plug to a rival but I think Matt Cooper and Ray Darcy and a Clathermore from uh, another radio station tried to ah. replicate that <laughs> in an ad I have an album cover as well I have an LP cover in my hand and it's a venerable piece now somebody has taken a bite out and it's torn and it's the first date of it being uh, released from the RT Sound Library was the 30th of August 1985 Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band and you certainly mm. get a sense of the, the artwork involved that you'll never pick up from the CD cover and it was done I think by none other than uh, the, the, the painting was it Bob Dylan? Sorry uh, P- Peter Cohen. Blake Peter Blake did, did, did Sergeant Pepper Bob Dylan did uh, the band um, that, that wonderful album music from Big Pink um, that was his handiwork but it was Peter Blake who fashioned I beg your pardon the the, the extraordinary collage of images on Sergeant Pepper's. And you're completely right, Sean. You don't get a sense of the, 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 the complexity of the cover of that. I mean, I, I, I came of age during the cassette era in the early 80s and, and, and so forth. And my first, my first encounter with Sergeant Pepper's was on cassette. It's a completely different kettle of fish when it's on 12 inch in front of you. Yeah, uh, it was music from Big Pink uh, with a cover painting by Bob Dylan. I, I, I think I needed to be referring to there. But look, the singer-songwriters, they were huge in the 60s and 70s. Uh, the key recordings here, I mean, some of the men- names we've mentioned, Dylan, Leonard Cohen, others. Yeah, J- Joni Mitchell, uh, she helped us in, in some ways invent the idea of the confessional singer-songwriter she released a clatter of wonderful albums in the 1970s. My favourite is Court and Spark. Um, it just holds up so incredibly well. It sounds especially beautiful uh, on, on vinyl. Um, Blue, also from that 
kind of early 70s era will be a favourite among many Joni Mitchell aficionados but these are just masterful albums Leonard Cohen songs of Leonard Cohen his debut 1967 any album that features Suzanne and So Long Marianne has got to be in people's collections yeah uh, what about jazz Jazz is a is an is a genre that can intimidate uh, and antagonize many, but it's so worth getting in there and starting with the classics. And I suppose the 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 absolute milestone jazz release in the twentieth century is Miles Davis' "Kind of Blue." Um, as I w- would say to people, it's you know in a pithy way, it's it's the jazz masterpiece for people who say they don't like jazz. There's just so much happening there. It's thrilling. Also, in that same bracket of, of masterful works, John Coltrane's A Love Supreme. And if you want to hear what jazz live in its heyday, can, can, how magical that can sound, Duke Ellington, Ellington at Newport, can't go wrong with it. And what would, um, what would your, your, I suppose, modern classics be? Um, I mean, there are some compilations, for instance. Yeah, well, I suppose if you, I suppose just before we get to modern classics, if you look at compilations to to go back to my mother, Abba Gold, released in the early nineties, got people uh, interested in Abba all over again. Mm-hmm. One of the best selling compilations album albums ever. I would also say Pink Floyd's Echoes and Greatest Hits from Queen. In terms of modern classics. One of my favourite albums of the past 20 years, the debut album from Arcade Fire, Funeral, sounds great on vinyl. Uh, Radiohead's A Moon-Shaped Pool, the most recent album they released. For an Irish one, Villagers, Conor O'Brien, wonderful Dublin singer-songwriter, has released five albums. A Wayland is a great place to start. Uh, another one, best cover, Revolver, I have it frame in my wall, on my, framed on my wall, says Mary. Um... And don't forget the pleasure of, le- of reading the sleeve notes and connecting all the musical links. Uh, session musicians, etc., says Fergus in Cork. Neil Young, come on, guys, says Tony. Well, do you want to comment on that one, John? Oh, look, Neil, Neil Young again. Uh, just so many amazing albums, particularly um, from in, in the 1970s. And I would, I would wholeheartedly agree with, with, with that listener, Sean, who but, talked about the liner notes. That's something that we have essentially forgotten about in terms of modern music delivery. John, it's all the, very well for you and I to be indulging in nostalgia, but I mean, somebody now, um, I mean, the idea of acquiring a, a turntable, it's a bit like acquiring a portable typewriter, you know, <laughs> with keys and clackety-click. Uh, <laughs> where, where would you go and how much, you, how much would you spend? Well, you, look, you, you can. It, it, this is going to sound like the greatest cliched answer in the world. It, essentially, you pay, you, you get what you pay for. I would suggest you can pay around a hundred euro. You're probably going to be crying a few weeks later. If you spend three or four hundred euro, you will get a you will get a good turntable. There are, there are a number of options online in terms of in terms of uh, of getting the vinyl itself. Loads of record shops are, are, are sending them out at present. People like Spin Dizzy in Dublin, Tower Records. You've got a, a fascinating Irish company called Loves Vinyl. Lovesvinyl.com, I think, is their website. And they've got a subscription club where they send you curated, hand-picked vinyl every month. And I think they've got something like a 1,000 albums on vinyl that can be purchased online right now. John Marr, thank you so much indeed for joining us. That's uh, John Marr, music critic there. Uh, We'll take a break and then it's The Gathering.